Welcome back, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk fans, to season four of your Kittitas Valley Sports Talk podcast. I'm Eric Sorensen, joined by Sammy Henderson and John Gudat. Guys, we're going to change things up this year. We got some new music. There's going to be some fun with this, so just kind of tease it right now. And you said season four. Welcome back, baby. That means we're legit. We are there. Can you believe four years? Four years ago, did you think we'd be doing this today? Four years ago, I thought this thing would last four minutes. Yeah, that's exactly right. He had a lot of hope in us, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, though. Like, I had no idea what we're doing. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm excited. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And well, the, you can talk. You're, you're natural gifted. Gifted the gap. Is that from <laughs> a movie, I think, or something? But No, it's actually been kind of a fun. That We've had some pretty cool guests on in four years. We went through a pandemic. We went through... A lot, and we're still here. So, mm-hmm. kudos to you guys. Fist bumps for everybody. You talk about like incredible guests that we've had. Literally, as you said that, Coach Greg Sparling just texted. Me. So, <laughs> wow, he must know we're doing it. He's listening somewhere. It, it wasn't a text; it was a snap. So he's probably text or snapping photos of moose. Yep. <laughs> uh, yep. Or maybe uh, the fighter jets when he's like flying out. And he's like first line of defense against Russia. <laughs> love, <laughs> love his Snapchat. But knowing him, he could be also be right here in town. Or he could well, be right here in town. That's a good point. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, Four years. Congratulations. Congratulations. We'll tip our apples to that and our apple drinks. and That's uh, oh, so good. Speaking of fighter jets, have you guys seen Top Gun? Like, Not to completely derail this thing in the beginning of season four. That's not four, a derail. Have you, you seen it yet? I'm no, gonna... I haven't. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, it's pretty I'm so- good. I'm sorry. I want to. My wife wants to. We've been debating because my daughter wants to see it because... Everybody's talking about it, but she's also like, "I want to watch the first one." My wife and I were like, "No, nope. <laughs> nope." So we're trying to find a way to get out the house without our daughter uh, wanting to ruin us. I think you have to watch it in theaters because oh, 100%. of hundred percent the sound. It doesn't matter how big your TV screen is; it won't be the same. It's not going to be the same. But I think not. Top Gun in different cultures means a lot different. I didn't grow up with people that loved Top Gun. Right. In the hood, people weren't watching Top Gun. <laughs> okay. We were, we were watching other things. Right. Like, if I was to say Boys in the Hood, you guys would be like, yeah, I've seen it. But, yeah. like, coming, actually had coming to America. Things like that. Yeah. You know, like. I had that movie memorized. Right. Yeah. But, but you're, you're an exception. To, yeah, you're an exception to the rule. Okay. Right. So, Top Gun. <laughs> I was watching Top Gun was in not pure something country. That every, right. Everybody was like, when I came to Ellensburg, though, like, for the first time in, like, 2000. It was like people just talked about Top Gun. Like, it was the greatest thing. I'm like, yeah, I've seen it. Like, it was awesome. They fly their jets around. But it was, I didn't know anybody who could recite Top Gun until I came to Ellensburg. Okay. So I'm just saying. That's good to know. If there's a reason that I didn't go to, to watch it, it's because it doesn't hold the same place in my heart. As it so does I can tell you this. I mean, it holds a different place in my heart, but it's not like I live and breathe Top Gun. I just remember the movie from the 80s. And, and, and that's another thing, John. You're a little bit older. You were watching it in the theaters, probably. Um, I refuse to dignify that. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just trying I to I thought he was know. 25. Right. It was like VHS. got the body of a 25-year-old. It was VHS and right. the, you know, the, the movie channel or HBO that I got to watch it. I don't know if I watched it in the theater, but I'm sure I did. Um. But I definitely watched this one in the theater. Not only did I watch it in the theater, just by chance I was able to watch it in an IMAX. Oh, no way. even better. Heck, yeah. That's awesome. And uh, great movie. Put it on your list. Yeah. And uh, pretty incredible. And I've been told that some of that was filmed in the Cascades or the San Juans or something like that. Yeah, uh, Lake of Cheese isn't part of it. I believe. Um, Yeah, I've heard that. There's one scene... I don't really think I'm ruining it for anybody. Mm. Where there's like really, they're flying on the water. I thought that was Lake Cheese, but I guess it was the lake up on uh, uh, White Pass. What's the lake up on the top? Is that there? Crystal Lake? Oh, it's gorgeous. Clear Lake or Crystal uh, Lake? Driving up there, it's on your left. Yeah, no. It's down there a ways. Yeah. But it, yeah, most of the, the, the snowy scenes are in the Pacific Northwest. That's what I've been told. And it's uh, awesome. It's pretty. Incredible movie. Put it on your list of things to watch yeah. Yeah. And, and even if you're not into the uh you know 
I don't want to get all political, although we're all cool here, but like even if you're on the raw raw America or or it's, you don't want to get into the political app, I felt like it dodged the politics of things yeah. and it was just It was entertaining. The camaraderie, the tension behind like kinda like, you know, when you're looking at Steph Curry and LeBron James. I'm I'm using sports as an example, like they are incredible competitors. They respect each other's talent, but they don't want to lose to either. Mm-hmm. It, either neither one of them want to lose to each other. Same thing with the pilots, I thought. Respected each other's talent, but yeah. they wanted to be the man. Yeah. Or, in some cases, the, the woman, I guess you could say. And I thought that was really good. But if you just want to go for it just to watch yeah. unbelievable, what is it, cinematography, mm-hmm. do it. you got to watch the first one because the story won't make sense if you don't see the first one. Yes. Uh, Tom Cruise is 60 years old. Did you guys realize? I, he does I did not, not look that. 60 years old. Uh, I did he's not aged better. He aged better than Val Kilmer did. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, So, uh, other than our, our – we had a date night that night. It was glorious. But, anyways, moving on. Other than that, to talk some sports right now, in season one, you know, for our listeners, we're going to do this thing seasonally where the sports schedule starts. So, we're a few weeks away from fall. It's hotter than the gates of heck outside. We're all sweating our butts off. Right. It's Are not you good sweating for... your butt off in the tractor? Do you have AC in there? Oh, yeah, we got AC. I'm fine in there. But I have to get out of the cab. It's pretty sad. Get hot. We just finished wheat harvest, which I was in the grain truck, and Dad was in the AC combine. And I sweated so much. But it's good. It's good. I'm not complaining. But it's good as a farmer right now. Um, where was I going to go with that, Sam? Fall. Fall. Fall's coming up. All right. We got lots of sports starting. We're going to do a little preview at the end of this thing of kind of some before we really dive into it, we'll talk a little bit about what we're excited for coming up this fall. But right now, there's something happening in the Pacific Northwest that has not happened maybe four times. The Seattle Mariners are actually good, and people we're, are talking about them and not the Seahawks right now. Right. Can you believe this? Holy cow. I said it was nice to be relevant, but we're actually more than relevant. I think we're good. Yeah. And you, I'm not going to steal your thunder, Sammy. What it, you said something about I'm, I'm happy to be excited again. Right. Yeah. Right. There's something about just being at this point in the season and being excited that your team's going to be playing and competing. And, and that's all, as a fan, that's all I ask for. Give me something to be excited about. We were buyers, not sellers on the trade deadline. Wasn't that exciting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of was hoping we were going to do a little more, but on the other hand, I'm like. I'm happy with where we're at. Oh, my I'm, God. The pitching staff. Well, our farm is our future, right? Yeah. Like, our future is kind of now, yeah. but it's based on these young guys that we got. Yeah. And so, you know, to give up too much yeah, for to buy in with what we got, I think, is, is a mistake. And so I, I like what they did. Castillo's looks oh. like a bona fide. Dude, I the, just hope we're not. The, oh, go ahead. Face the Yankees three times in less than a month and beat them all three times, and he shoved it. He didn't just beat them. He shoved it up there, you know what. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was phenomenal. It was so cool to watch. But you guys understand that. Coach Tanner, I love you, man. Yes, right. you, you, the, you the man. It was fun watching you on TV. I wish I wasn't working so I could have even saw you. Yeah. But we're also in the Pacific Northwest. And yeah. so Valley Sports Talk, we still love you. Hope to have you on the podcast. He understands. Yeah. He, he does understand. Uh, you guys understand it maybe a little bit better than I do, but are we renting him or is, is there a, him for another can year. we wrap him up for a long-term contract? I, if, at least or is two, he going to be too expensive in 18 months? I think we have him for a couple of years. A couple of years. Okay. It seems yeah. like Jerry won't make that trade unless there's – And he seems to be enjoying himself. I mean, winning – coming from Cincinnati, only a little bit of winning yeah. you need to do. I mean, Cincinnati to was feel going good. for 120 losses, yeah. right? They're bad, and yeah. they sold Terrible. everybody who's got talent for them right now. Yeah, they kept one guy, India. Yeah. Or did he left? They they were they were yeah. selling, selling, selling. Uh, uh, speaking of that, the marquee matchup at the Field of, Tre- Field of Dreams game was the Cincinnati Reds and the Chicago Cubs of mm. – uh, not having great years. We'll just say no, no, not ideal. Um, it's kind of funny. The way I've always looked at things, why aren't we winning now? Why don't we spend the money to go now? And then within the last year, I was like, yeah, prospects. We're going to go after the prospects. You know, I've never been on that train. Why not? Because you I feel like I want to win now. We can't yeah. guarantee the future. So then I completely had did a 180, and I was like, yeah, we need to keep these prospects. They're going to be great someday. And then we started trading away. I was like, wait a second. Isn't Marte supposed to be like our guy? I was like, I was, he I is know. our guy. Right. Or but was he, our guy. Yeah. Now he's gone. We traded him and, and a bunch of other guys away. But then I was like, dude, but on the other hand, our, it's 
you know, people are saying things about, I mean, Kelnick's slipping out of the picture. Yes. I think Kelnick's going to be in a great baseball player, but he's not going to be a great baseball player in a Mariners uniform. They're going to trade him. He's going to be good. Right. And, and I've, I think I've come to terms with that. Yeah. Like, even if he's not good, he's going to be an everyday player. That right. You, He'll lots contribute. of teams would wish, kind of like Zunino. Like, he's coming down to be a really solid catcher. Yeah. You know, and is he going to be like a Zunino and a, maybe a Bloomquist? I think it's Justin I'm, Smoke. I, yes. Mm, but if, good call. And yeah. if he can have a – or even Chris Taylor. Yeah. You know, who's oh, playing yeah. deeply. Like the worst solid. trade ever made by DePoto. Right. But he, was, but he wasn't <laughs> – It was going to be the same story. Right. He's, he's going to be that guy someday. He's, he probably will be that guy because yeah. he's got the talent. He just can't hit at the major league level yeah. right now. What are we but lacking? We, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. But you think about it, we might have missed on Kelnick – but that's that book's not a chapter's not closed on him. He's had plenty of opportunities. We hit on it. Julio, Logan Gilbert, Cal Raleigh. Uh, we picked up on free agent. Um, oh, the uh, the outfielder right now that's killing it. His name was in my mind about thirty seconds ago. The young guy from the Mets we picked up in free agency. Uh, Sam Hegarty. Swaggerty. Swaggerty. He's that's killing it. That's his name on yeah. Twitter now. Swaggerty. So, yeah. I mean, isn't that a pretty successful jaunt for the administration of the Mariners? Absolutely. I but think. even then, they're talking about, like, Julio. Like, he's the face. Yeah. Not after, only the Mariners. After but, this uh, whole MLB. PED yeah. thing the face. Tatis, he's definitely the face of the MLB, I feel yeah. like. I, no, he's, he's got with, – with Rodriguez, I've never – we haven't had anybody since, like, Griffey, mm-hmm. A-Rod, to have the hype come in and produce. Yeah. And not since Griffey that we have that smile, that character, that person that you like, yeah, yeah. we'll put you on anything. And, yeah. and you'll – he just loves playing baseball. And that's, you know, I think in, intoxicating for everybody that's around him. Yeah. No, it, it, it's fun right now. It's extremely fun. And then you have uh, Robbie Ray. Yeah, he's had some bad outings. but Solid. He made adjustments throughout the year, unlike Eric Bedard. Right. Unlike – I hate to do this to him, but Felix Hernandez. Right. You couldn't change how he did things. Right. And then you had the new guy, Castillo. Whew. Right. And no, it's fun. And we don't have to play the we don't have to play the Astros anymore. We're done with the Yankees for now. Right. Ooh, Brash. Brash is also Matt looking bro. pretty good yeah. out the out the bullpen. Oh, and Munoz? Munoz is Why would you want to <laughs> face him? I'm just trying would... to figure out why he's not our closer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's all working well. Yeah. You know, they're so, playing the odds and there's no real closer. But anymore, that but... guy is lights out. Yeah. Uh, speaking of lights out and a closer, have you guys been seeing the clips on social media of er- er- Edwin Diaz? Oh, man, the made me miss him. The trumpets? Yes. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, I'll yeah. I'll find it. Maybe we'll That's close the out coolest that song. You know, there, was a, there was a period of time up to this year where you're like, man, getting rid of Diaz wasn't that bad. He was mm-hmm. struggling. And then he's Isn't back. Isn't it amazing how something just twists? He's back to where when he was when he left us. Where it was That's the like, greatest walk-up song do you? since probably Rivera's um, oh, yeah. Inner Sandman, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're not, I'm looking it up right now. For if anybody's wondering, let's listen to us, oh, uh, that song, because I just feel like it was just so good. But do you think the Mariners, I asked this to a friend the other day, the Mariners win or lose that trade? And we got, I was just looking this up the away, other day. Who did we, we get? Kelnick. And, um, and I remember looking at it and be like, we lost currently. But on the one hand, we got rid of a Robinson Cano. Correct. And he, he did, has not done anything since he left. Uh, but just right now, Diaz, you could just say Diaz for Kelnick was pretty much, you know, what that trade is. And currently, I'd rather have Diaz. Okay. So the Mariners sent Cano, Diaz, and $20 million in cash to the Mets in exchange for five players. Kelnick, veteran outfielder Jay Bruce, right-handed pitcher Anthony Sch- Swarzak, Gerson, Batista, and Justin Dunn. And, we, and we've only – Kelnick's the only person. Yeah, Justin Dunn was good for a little bit. Yeah, but Bruce was the end of his career. I yeah. think the Mets have won that. The only I, – I would say currently right now we're talking yeah. strictly Kelnick and Diaz. And who would you rather won. have on your team right now? Um, yeah. the, only, the only win and that you could dollars. say that the Mariners got. I don't know. Was losing Cano's contract. But on the other hand, yeah. you would have never had to pay him because he was always on the PED. What did we use that for, though? What did we What did we acquire with that money? Kelnick, less hard. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. So I mean, so no, we didn't. No, really. at, at the time, I think it, it, you know Kelnick is a, was a big prospect, and I think that it was a good move. 
Um, and our bullpen isn't bad. It's not like we necessarily need Edwin, but we could use him. Right. You getting this plane right now? No, it's not playing right now. I don't know what we're doing wrong. <laughs> oh, there you go. Wait for it. This is the Diaz entrance. If you haven't heard it yet, he's walking down the bullpen. The gate's not open yet. Comes onto the field. It's a, it's a great song. Wait for the trumpets. Oh, this is the song I imagine that John walks out every morning of his bedroom to. Right. Good morning, ladies. <laughs> and then Mr. and Mrs. Metz playing the trumpet as he's walking into the bathroom. Good luck uh, there, buddy. Nothing like having a great no. song as a closer. No. And he had a good one. When he, I think it was the same one when he was here. He was just with the Mariners. And what, was it, what I loved at the Mariners when we had J.J. Putz, and it was, uh, what was it, Thunderstruck? They were doing J.J. Yeah. J., yeah. You, know, yeah. you, you need to have a good walk-up song as a closer to yeah. be a bona fide yeah. closer. Yeah. Um, when they went to the LED lights and they could flash them when they came in, that made it even top-notch, like a whole other level of yeah. closer entrances. But You should think about doing that at Coyote Field. Yeah, no, it's on the books. Yeah, yeah. Just can't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Uh, but, no, it's pretty exciting stuff. Um, no, but we are, we're in the playoff race. Yeah. Season end of the day, we'd be in the playoffs. Yeah. And would Baltimore be in there, too, with us right now? <laughs> That's, That's what I'm excited part. about. So... Here's my two questions. They're a half, one and a half games out. So depending on the day or depending on if we have played or not, we always seem to flip-flop with Toronto and us, like half mm-hmm. game up or half game down, right? My question is, here's my two questions. Do we catch Houston? And part two is, will Baltimore get in? I am a huge Baltimore fan because they have not been relevant for mm-hmm. ages. We're 12 games back at Houston. It's possible. It's that's tough, but we're number one mathematically possible. <laughs> if it ended today, like I was saying, we're number. We're, we're hosting the wild card right in now in the playoffs. We're not just in a playing game. We are in the playoffs, and they're coming to Seattle. Yeah, but you think about it. It needs to be that way because if we have to go to Toronto for that three game series, we don't have Robbie Ray because he's not vaccinated. Ooh, interesting. So interesting. But he can pitch. He, he can pitch on some weird days, though, right? They have turf. We can't even flood the field and get rainouts. What'd you say? But I'm coming pitch on what you days? can pay on the home games. Pitch right. on but the home if games. it was a but series, a, not in a one game series. It's a three game series. All at the one, they're not moving. It's up oh. the same field for three games. Best of three. Has it always been like that? It's new this year because they expanded the playoffs and they have three wild card teams making it in. Okay, okay, okay. Because the how's this going to work? Then ones and twos get buys of the whole thing. One twos the first the first division winners. Yeah, the third. Best record in the division winners play in the play in wild in our, card in series a, and host and host the They're three, the three game mm-hmm. and but one and two play each other in the wild card. in a one game. Okay, you know, they're all three games in wild card. They're all three games now. Yep, no more one game playoff. Nope. So the I number one and number year. two seed, number one number two seed in the wild card play each other. The number three wild card plays the number three division winner. Gotcha. And then the two, the top two division winners Have get a, a buy. And then they'll play in the divisional series. Then. Yep. Okay. So it'll be the Yankees and Houston getting a bye. Yes. The, more than likely. So basically, you just answered my question: Will we catch Houston? You said so. it's a possibility, and then you just said I mean, Yankees and Houston get the bye. Mathematically, there's a chance. I'm done talking to you. But that, I mean, your heart <laughs> do we should have, be Seattle. We have a Jesse Winkler, but we don't have a Jay Buhner to get that team fired up. I'm just saying. Yeah. Nickname yeah. brawl. But did you see him get into it with the umpire yesterday? Yes. No. Yes. It was fantastic. Yes. He had a check swing that was close. I don't think he went. We got rung up on it. Yeah. And uh, he looked back at the guy and was like, what? And the guy, you know, like did hand motion like, you know, like yeah. this. And like looked at him and was like, yeah. like just made him look stupid. He yeah. hand motioned back to him. What do you mean? It was just, it was great. And I was like kind of hoping that he didn't turn around because I didn't want him to get ejected. Right. But at the same time, I was like, Please turn around. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Keep eye contact. Stare him down. Like let's yeah. make some. It was it was fun. Did you see the tweet? Was it by Divish? Yeah. Where it was Winker and uh, Phil Nevin. Phil Nevin. Yeah. And he was like, I'm sure they're talking about the restaurants recipes or, <laughs> or re- Anaheim restaurants yeah. and World Peace or You're something right, like right. that. Yeah. yeah. What's that conversation? They're probably apologizing. What do you think? Like, I think they're probably broing it up. Like, hey, cool, we're cool. Each other. Yeah. Heat of the moment kind of thing. God, I think Phil Nevin should lead an army because he did such a good job. He he had that fight 
scripted from the night before. Like, oh, totally. He had that planned. Okay, you can the never... first person that's going to go out there is the guy that's on the injured list for the rest of the year. And then the bench coaches are going to go next, and they're going to be the next ones fighting, and then the rest of us can go. And that's who got suspended. I cannot. Their... Right, right. ESPN or somebody needs to do an interview the day after he retires when he can't be punished for anything. Right. Tell me about that day, because you know that's going to be burned in his mind yeah. forever. Oh, yeah. How long oh, yeah. was the meeting to plan that out? <laughs> that was all strategic stuff. I respect it, and we benefited from it. So far, oh, we've yeah. benefited it from it greatly. Mm-hmm. So, I th- well, I think Phil was having the same idea that we after afterwards our team was fired up. We kind of went on a run. Phil was probably trying to find anything to get done. Get his oh, guys anything, fired up. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get going. Yeah, yeah. I, I was surprised. I know there was talk of it, but I was kind of half expecting Otani to get dealt. At the you trade think so? I was expecting it a little bit more than it's. It's. I think. I think teams tried. He's not going to be there when the free agent. No, but you're also going to need. They're gonna, they're trying to get a haul. Yeah, so I mean, that would have been a bigger haul than the the Soto deal. I feel like oh it, through the roof because you're not only getting a hitter, you're a pitcher. Level. Yeah, I did hear yeah. the Mariners are like. Behind the Dodgers and the Mets are in that conversation of the free agent signings for, for Otani. For Otani, yeah, just but from the culture that we've had, Ichiro's still to, there in his batting gloves and uniform. Right. Like we're always, we're always when it comes to 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 Japanese players, or we're always in the running. It's, yeah. We're one of the teams that they're interested in. Yeah, hundred percent. So we'll always be. But I, do you honestly think though that's realistic? Yeah, wow. I really do, honestly. Because obviously the Mets and the Dodgers are going to be in on it. Uh, from everything I've heard about him, he likes the small market. Seattle's not very big. It's a, Compared it's, to L.A. or New York. There's a lot of Japanese influence in the crowd, mm-hmm. in the city. There's, I think Ichiro's I, – I would put Jerry DePoto and Ichiro on a plane to go talk to him to get the free agent signing. That yeah. shows me. Uh, but that's just, you know, some dumb farmer's opinion. Right. But uh, – I think it'd be pretty cool to have Otani on our team. Be awesome if we if we could sign back. That'd Steel be like that'd be signing two players. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh gosh, that'd be so cool. Two superstars. That's a pitcher and a hitter. Yeah. That's that's not even a once in a generation player. That's a once in a lifetime. Yeah. 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 Every time you you see one of he does, he does something first time since like Babe Ruth and something yeah. like that. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. That, Back in the that's day, that's actually yeah. pitched and hit in a game. Yeah, like yeah. Constantly, he's breaking. Yeah, it's wild. He's carrying my fantasy team, baby. I like that guy. So I've not gotten into fantasy baseball. I don't have the patience for it. It oh. is. It's a. It's a hoot, man. It's a grind, though. It is a grind. Yeah. You have to be committed. Very much so. I'm not. I'm barely committed to fantasy football. <laughs> you guys want in the fantasy football? League? I've got the one that we're in. Yeah. Wait a second. Um, you guys are in one that I'm not. Yeah. Awesome. You want to get in on my family league? It's too late. You want to share teams? <laughs> yes. I'm done Co-owners? All done. Because I'm not going to make the draft no, Saturday. Done. So Absolutely done. Co-owners? You guys are dead to me. I got in. I think I'm the last one to get into Josh's league okay. that we're talking about. Yeah. I don't care anymore. <laughs> so, Josh Cox, you owe Sammy Henderson an apology yeah, letter. Yeah, Josh Cox, <laughs> give Sammy an apology right now. Uh, we'll get him on the phone for our special yeah, phone yeah, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit, but, um. I know. I got to think about fantasy football coming up because we're almost there. It's almost football season. I'm fired yes. up, man. Yes. Uh, did we talk last time about the whole Pac-12 debacle? I think we touched on a little bit of Pac-12, but I'm not sure. There's no new news in that, I don't feel like. Uh, what a terrible scenario. How is, how's the Mountain West going to taste for us Cook fans? I don't know, but we'll see. I don't see – I just – it. I mean, no secret that this has all been about money from from – Ever since I've been a kid, it's always been about money, right? Nothing makes sense in terms of traditional rivalries. Rutgers versus UCLA. Come yeah. on. Yeah. There's going to be 30,000 people at on Pasadena. It feels like Minnesota. the Pac-12 <laughs> and even like the ACC, you, it almost feels like a mid-major now. I know. Like you're going to have to run the table, cannot take a loss, and you're going to have to stack your schedule. You know what? Yeah. This let's let's make an, a, an example that we all can understand. Mm-hmm. This has turned the Pac-12. The way you just described the Pac-12 is the exact way we used to describe the GNAC football. Yeah. There is no 100%. way so that true. you can have any slip up. You cannot take a slip there, up within conference. 
at all. At Zero. all. You, you go you go and you schedule Ferris State like yep. we have this year. Yep. And you take a loss. Done. You you you, you might be okay. Okay, Maybe. I'll give you, you that. You might be okay, but you cannot. That can be your only loss. You better blow. You better do what Central did last year and blow everybody. Blow out everybody up that you're supposed yeah. to beat. I just hope that I thought there would be. I think the Pac-12, eight, seventeen, whatever it's going to be. Uh, we, I guess we're just going to have to be a super conference too. I mean, nothing about I, this makes sense. Yeah, anymore. but what super conferences? You're bringing in Boise State. Yeah. You're bringing in other teams that legitimately not only have to go undefeated, but right. like Boise State didn't get any credit until they went undefeated a bunch of times. They and started scheduling Oregon but and having to beat them. Like Boise State's a great school, but I was listen I read a really good article about how they're not up to the level of Pac twelve schools in terms of just an all encompassing university, campus, donors, mm-hmm. alumni base. And so we're giving up UCLA and USC for yeah. Boise State or Fresno it, it State. Will, it doesn't help. The one it, thing I saw be good. that I think helps the Pac-12 schools is the Big Ten and ESPN. ESPN pulled out of the TV deal mm-hmm. with the Big Ten. So I think our biggest hope is that George Klitschkanoff, how do you say his last name, our, our commissioner? The, I just say George. George. I know what you're talking if about. If George can get us a TV deal from somebody – that's our only hope, I feel like. Somebody that's accessible, because this is another thing we were talking about yeah. before we started hitting record, is how difficult it is yeah. to manage all the streaming services to get the sports that you want. Yeah. Just an example. I can watch teams all up and down the East Coast from small D1 schools, Fordham, uh, Davidson, like all those little schools. I can watch every one of their baseball games. But I turn to the Pac-12 channel, and no disrespect to these people, there's there's gymnastics replays, yes. while the Cougars are playing. So are U Dubs playing a matchup with UCLA in baseball in the spring? Right. And SEC has it at the touch of a of a. You can stream any game in the SEC you want. Mm-hmm. So how how can in this day and age the people that are running that conference not have this figured out? You have to sell your product. Well, I, I'll keep going back to NIL is what started steamrolling all of yeah. this. Pac-12 was able to do that. Pac-12 was a story. You've got USC. You've got UCLA. Mm-hmm. You've got these things that are going to sell. You're going to be fine. And then you don't have to necessarily be ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. You know, you just need to be in the curve somewhere. Yeah. And so now that the landscape shifted and shifted so fast, like, yeah. you know, caught with your pants down. Like, what do we do? We got, and we it seemed like there was no rumor about this. It just happened. It just yeah. happened. I mean, that's crazy. It's insane. Absolutely insane. Well, I am excited that the Cougars and the, and I'm sure Sam is excited the Huskies are in camp. I can't say I'm excited about them in camp. But the Cougars are in camp, and football's upon us. Yes. Okay, before we go to break, I'm going to ask you guys a question. It's something that was I've been in the tractor by myself thinking about it constantly. I love the springtime, March Madness, baseball starting. I also love the fall with the playoff baseball and football starting. What's your favorite of the two? Do you rather have March Madness and spring in the opening day or World Series and football? I'll, while you're thinking about I, I've always I'm going World Series and football. I think I, I think I have to. I think I have to. Yeah. For me, football March Madness is great. Yeah. Uh, opening baseball, I love. Yeah. Uh, but I also recognize it's the start of a real big grind yeah. of games. And, you know, every football game matters. So you got to start a football. It's intense from the get-go. And we're getting, you know, World Series. We're just got – we're going through the intense part of baseball right. at the climax of the entire year. I associate this time right now – Everything I do, you know, the calendar starts in January, but really from a school perspective, and maybe it's because my kids are still in school, this is the start of the year to yeah, me. Right. This is the start. The year starts for me on Monday of Labor Day Rodeo. As soon as that ends, the next day, right. that's my year in, in my mind. Right. Everything from in my life for the last X amount of years or two or three decades, the start of the year has always been August. Whether it's yeah. rodeo, school, mm-hmm. football, playoff baseball, 
I love March Madness. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to, you and me, Sam, we used to schedule our work schedules around <laughs> yeah. March Madness, <laughs> right? Absolutely. And uh, I love the start of opening, you know, opening day and stuff like that. I love playoff basketball, but um, easy easy thing is to say is they're both equal, but this yeah. is the start. Absolutely. Maybe this we'll throw that intense. out on the social media. Let's do that. See what the fans have to think yeah. about that. Yeah. That's a, it's actually kind of a hard decision, in my opinion. As a Mariners fan, you you got you know, the only time you get to watch the Mariners is in the opening day. It used, you don't get to watch them in October. It, it used to be bowl season for me. Oh, yeah. Bowl season, NBA starting up. Yeah. But bowl games don't mean anything anymore. Yeah. Nobody's playing in them. Nobody cares. Yeah. Which I so. wish there was a way to fix that, too. <laughs> 100%. 110%. All right, we'll be right back. We're going to wrap this thing up by talking a little bit of uh, what we're looking forward to uh, coming up this high school season. And then we might even throw in a fun little uh, game of who do we want in our car. All right. So we'll be right good. back. All right, we're back after that break from Anchor. The great people who do our podcast for us, we upload it with. They've been good for us. They've been really nice. Yep. Um, we're going to roll into some highlights. You know, we're, we're going to kick off next week, or ne- next week, but the next episode, we're going to do a big entry show to the fall sports. But just what are some, you know, just skimming the surface of it. Fall's coming around. Obviously, we've got the Friday Night Lights coming around. But there's some pretty good sports teams in this valley that may not be getting the big Friday Night Light love. Right. Uh, that are going to have some very successful seasons, you know. Ellensburg girls volleyball is always very successful. Always competitive. You got a kid at has program that's going to, they're usually in the state tournament. Um, we'll see what Cleom's women's soccer is about. They're always really competitive. Uh, yep. oh, and then obviously Ellensburg cross country, you can't count them out. But where do we want to, where do we want to roll into this thing and talk about, you know, some of the people we're most looking forward to, if we don't get to watch them, but at least reading about them and following them. I, I really want to see the – I'm in the soccer. You know me. My, yeah. My, got the soccer team. By the way, just we, won a we just won a tournament. Mm-hmm. Starfire. Awesome. We win tournaments all the time, it feels like. But – Listen to that. <laughs> right? That's that the Sounders. Up. That, that ain't arrogance. Sorry, can I that stop? Can I stop? When I said that, I was like, you sound like a douche. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyways, no, the girls competed hard, and it was awesome. But anyways, uh, Ellensburg girls soccer, you know, fall uh, – is coming around and they were great last year. You know, top made four, a playoff run, top, top four. four yeah. uh, you know, didn't work out. I've been working with Coach England uh, with some soccer stuff, so I'm excited to watch his girls play for number few reasons. One, they're athletic to get out. All those girls that play basketball are playing soccer, and just being around both, man, they cross over so seamlessly. Uh, so you know, all the big names you remember the Rogel, the Rogel girls, uh, Philip, Philip, Jameson, so they're they're all playing soccer. And uh, they're they're elite. They're fun to watch, and so I'm really excited to. Uh, and I know they have high expectations of, of right. what they want to get done, and so it's going to be some real good soccer. You said something there that we already know that they're good, but you said the word elite, and I I would agree with that because these girls just live and dream and sweat soccer, whatever right. example you want to use. I mean, they've been really good for years. Yeah, and. Uh, I just think you know, fourth place last year. I, I I'm I'm beyond excited for this for this year just to see what they do. You know, absolutely. Yeah, and I I haven't got to watch as much as I want to, but uh, having Coach England around and learning the game more than I have, I'm super excited to watch and learn and get my my girls out there to watch. Be like, look, you watch her, you watch her, report back. Yeah, they'll be off eating cotton candy, but I'm excited. But to, you can, I'm you excited to go to it. Speaking of that, you won that at the Sounders Complex? Yeah, Starfires, where they practice. And it's a beautiful facility. I grew up just a mile and a half away, so I went and stayed with my brother. Sweet. Everyone else got hotels, and they're like, our pool doesn't work. I'm like, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> joking. All the people out there, I cared. Uh, but it was, nice to be, it was nice to be, like, at home is what it felt like. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I was so happy to be, you know, with my, with my family. But Starfire, when I used to grow up, it was Fort Dent. It was just fields. There was no turf. Yeah. And so to go back, this is the first time. I went right. back for a couple of GNAC games to their stadium, but I didn't get to really check out the whole complex. Uh, got a s- special guest here. Yes. Yes. Ellie in here with her hula hoop. Hi, Ellie. It's Grandma's. Oh. Okay. Well. <laughs> I love, and it, it was just lined with turf where there was four turf fields yeah. and we played on 
it all but one game on turf, which was a different experience. We had girls running off the field with their feet were too hot because it was yeah, the turf was a different, different sensation. They're like, I need to sub. They're like, you're tired? No, my feet are burning up. Like, so yeah. it was different experience than it was fun. Were they, that, did they enjoy being, I mean, is turf faster? Ball spin, like if there's spin on the ball, it'll kind of just die in weird things. Ball skip. Um, I think for the most part, they, they really enjoyed it, but uh, it was definitely different. If much you, faster. If you haven't been on turf in the heat, it is miserable. Yeah. It is so much hotter you on turf. You can feel like the ripples of the mm-hmm. heat. Yeah. 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 So it was a fun experience. So I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to seeing Ellensburg soccer. You mentioned Cleolum soccer as well. Um, but I think Ellensburg has, has spoiled us with, to use your word, Sammy, an elite level of soccer. Right. Um, and, and the same thing as Ellensburg, uh, girls and, and boys as well, cross country, but girls cross country, just, we've had individual state champion. We've had seat team ta- state champion as well. I mean, I look forward to seeing what, uh, Hashimoto and, and his team does. Yeah. They're, they're awesome. They're awesome. So I, I just hope that we can continue that. I say we, as if I'm there, Yeah. but, uh, I hope to, to be able to, Watch them in the postseason, and they're and they're uh, stay elite as well. So we just about had a wreck in here. Ellie had the bubbles out, <laughs> and I thought I was about to get spilled I saw everywhere. That. I was a little bit distracted by bubbles. So Door like, slam. We can move on now. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we, can. we also have Central. We also have Central sports. Oh, man. Same same sports we're talking about with the high school. You can flip it back over. Oh. Soccer, women's soccer has got a new coach, so that. You know, for the first time. Let's hope they think they can forever. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, interested to see, you know, what that looks like yep. and, and, and what the culture is going to be like over there. Uh, volleyball, we, we talked off the record. Yeah. Do they have a court? Do they not have a court? For those that aren't listening yeah. or that don't know, uh, Nicholson Pavilion is getting renovated. And there's a lot of not construction. Not only renovated, down. they've, like, destroyed everything. <laughs> Let's keep up the walls, the walls and, the, and the cables. And the cables, right. right. Yeah. It's getting gutted. And so... I know the hope was that they play, but it sounds like it may not. So we don't know where or when you'll be able to watch them play. But we, we use the word elite. They built Mario and Dias built a program, and uh, his daughter's there. And senior year, yeah. Yep. And so expectations there. They're picked second in the GNAC. Is behind Western, of to, course. You know, I I know their expectation is to is to get to regionals. Yes, we don't like saying their names. And uh, football, first time in Lone Star Conference for. For Central Football, I am so fired up about that. Yeah, looking at that schedule, and they're uh, that is going to be like, where can we stream these games when they're on the road? Can yeah. you imagine if this year is like 2002? You remember they they Ferris State won it all last year, and now they open up with Central. 2002, we open up with uh, University of North Dakota, who had won it all in 2001, and we embarrassed them. I might be dating myself here a little bit, but I still remember the shock. Of that game, and if we can knock off Fair State in Michigan, yeah, tall, tall, tall task. That'll be a resume win. I'll go. I'll go through and figure out because it, 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 Fair State's one of those programs where, uh, you know, they're they might have kids transferring out mm-hmm. to go somewhere else. They also are probably going to have kids transferring in, right? And so you could go down the roster and be like, I this looks like a completely different team. I don't see a lot of names from right. last year, right? Uh, but they can reload. But the trouble with sometimes with that reload. Is something doesn't click. Something if doesn't you, go well. You can have the individual talent, but you don't have the chemistry. Right. Which we could all tally off either teams that we've been involved with or teams that we have watched where on paper they should be undefeated or right. playing 800 ball or something like that. But the but beauty but for Central is just playing against uh, Northwest Missouri State last year, they got to look at and see, like, this is what we need to be yep. to be able to win at this level. Yep. And from a, from a skill standpoint, they had it. It was strength, size, uh, that, you know, you hope these kids are like, okay. Yeah. You know, we, we could see a completely different yeah. motivated central team, especially moving to Lone Star Conference, like taking things pretty seriously. Yeah. Not that they weren't before, but to see that level and to be like, you know, we, from a coaching standpoint, we weren't outgunned. It was, it was strictly – they were just physically stronger than we were. And, uh, so. and if you're going to go – I mean, what a heck of a first-rounder. Probably, maybe not in the last three or four years, but in the last 25 years, the most storied program, Northwest right. Missouri State. Right, yeah. By far. But Been then they the go and get 
whooped by Ferris State. I know, so, which you know, shows makes, you how right. incredible Ferris is. Correct. So it's a big task, but, you know. It's like Every year is different. Like you said, mm-hmm. and it's the first game of the season. A lot yeah. of teams are working some stuff out, and you yeah. come in and punch them in the mouth. They may yeah. not know how to respond. Yeah. But, you know, the, the LSC, the Lone Star Conference, came out with their with their uh, preseason poll, and we're right there at third. Third. You mm-hmm. could have flip-flopped two and three, in my opinion, with mm-hmm. Angelo State, number yeah. one, and Midwestern coming in there barely above us at number two and three. And then I think West Texas A&M is, number one. is, is fourth. Oh, fourth. Is fourth. And, uh, but, uh, I, I'm, and then the AFCA poll came out today, the D2 football.com poll hasn't come out yet but the afca poll came out and we were receiving votes angelo i think is seven and midwestern is like 23rd off the top of my head and we're receiving votes and uh i think we would be ranked around 30th or something like that so yeah which i think is that that's the respect we got yeah Yeah. it's it's, you know to be receiving votes at this point you know like we said losing the ferris isn't going to hurt you one bit if they turn out to be what people think they are. Yeah, you play to win, but strategically speaking, because we're not a coach or a player, we can, I mean, if you're going to lose the number one team in the nation. It's a win-win situation. Yeah, yeah. from a strength of schedule standpoint, you're going to be fine. Right. And I think our strength of schedule for league stuff is going to be good. I think Angelo's good. For the first time in a, in a while. First time in. Our league schedule is going to benefit us. I know. More than I it know. hurt us. Even on the years where we had like six, seven teams when we had the Dixie States and the Humboldts and the Westerns, I still don't think we had the respect now just from no. being in the LSC. Correct. So, um, Did you see Simon has to play their games at Blaine? Blaine. I saw that today. All their home games. Oh, today. because of COVID. I'm assuming wow. if it's COVID. However, our game is still in Burnaby. Our game, our Why? home game is still across the border, which is interesting. Say what? Yeah, so all the Texas schools are playing in Blaine. I, wa- I wonder if it's because we have our kids have to be vaccinated. We had to be vaccinated last year. So to they get to play. And I'm sure that's probably still the case. Yeah, yeah, because I, yeah, not to get all right, world right. news or but, political, but, but fact, we had matter to be vaccinated. Matter of fact, yeah, right. we had to. That's what it so, was. So, yeah, so their only true home games, Simon Fraser, are against us on October 9th or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And then when they play that, against University of British Columbia, um, wow. they'll play at home. But the rest of them, the Texas schools, probably fly into Seattle and then bus up the blank. Did you see guest on the podcast, friend of the podcast, Tim Booth? He tweeted about that. and uh, I didn't I see that. I can't me. remember the name of the field that Western played at. You probably know. Civic Stadium. See, he said, can we have that game at Civic Stadium? It's just a little bit down the road to remind all those Western fans uh, what football looks like. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Tim Booth, thank you, sir. Yeah, that's great. That's why I follow him. That's why I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> I got to go back and look for that one. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what what uh, Coach Fisk and team do. Looking forward to seeing what uh, Coach Mario and everybody does. We've got new blood in soccer as well. Um I just, you know, not to stir the pot here, but I want to know where we can watch the Central Volleyball team because Nicholson is going through so many. I mean, I can't wait to see what Nicholson looking like because when I drive by it on Nicholson mm-hmm. Boulevard, I mean, they're like doubling the size of that thing. And yeah. it sounds pretty capacity awesome. looks is going to be bigger. I mean, it's clear we're all in on athletics. I yeah. mean, it's just. It's awesome. It's going to be pretty it's going to be pretty dang incredible. So, I just wish we were ready to play our sit there on the west side of the Nicholson Pavilion. But whatever, mm-hmm. it'll get done. Yeah. It'll get done. Well, let's uh, head in. We're going to take another quick short break, and then we'll come back with a little fun ending. And maybe next week we'll know who the Allsburg girls basketball coach is. Just saying, we can throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the other big controversy of the valley. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll have some information here soon. Uh, anyways, let's move on to some fun. We'll see if we can, uh, you know, spark some interest in what we got going here. So, All right. We'll be right back. Are you a company looking to support local athletic coverage? If so, think about sponsoring the Kittitas Valley Sports Talk podcast. If you're interested in sponsoring, please reach out via email to eric at bigcountrymedia.net to find out more information. Whether it's the main sponsor of our sports podcast Getting a company shout out on the new 2022 YouTube video series. Sponsoring our monthly rodeo podcast. 
is just a great way to help support local coverage of all local sports and rodeo from our great Kittitas Valley. Please check us out on our social media by searching Kittitas Valley Sports Talk, or again, reach out via email to eric at bigcountrymedia.net. All right, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, we kind of ended one of our last episodes within the last year with a fun, who would be a fun road trip to go on with, right? Yep. And I think we had presidents, comedians, and whoever else. I don't mm-hmm. know. It was pretty wide. So let's narrow this thing down a little bit. And we'll just go MLB players for the road trip. And I got three for mine. Past, present, future. Yep. And future. I, added the oh, future I didn't think about future, right? I could have had a couple guys on there. Um, so uh, I've strategically put these two together. You have it on seat. your phone and everything. I made notes because I have a horrible memory. Okay. I always forget. Uh, obviously, a guy that growing up, my idol, King Griffey Jr., mm-hmm. and he's in the back seat. Yep. With yep. Sitting with Julio Rodriguez. Ooh. Because those two are going to have so much fun together. Yes. Yeah. Their, their personalities are close to the same. They're both great center fielders for the Mariners. Griffey's got all the stories. They're and incredible, likable. They're exactly. incredibly likable people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Julio's going to start talking, and Griffey's going to be like, hey, look here, Rook. That's <laughs> how it's going to be, right? That's how this conversation's going to go. Uh, I just, they're going to laugh. The third person sitting in the front seat, he, he's more responsible He's going to keep us, make sure that we get to where we need to be on time, make sure we're not doing stupid things, we're not getting in trouble, but Derek Jeter. There you go. Jeter? Is that what <laughs> yeah. you said? Yeah. Okay. I, can, right. I'm, I can get on board with that. Yeah. Okay. Kind of fun. He's going to keep us in line. I can get on board with that. And he's got a lot of money, so he can pay for the gas. <laughs> you got yours? I'm Semi. Still- I'm still, I'm, but I'll, 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 I'll take you to where I'm at. You might get five names here, but I'll take you to where I'm yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh Growing up, I was a Braves fan. Oh, yeah. On TV every day, on TBS. And so, Greg Maddox. Ooh. And I take Greg Maddox one because I loved him. Yeah. And also, I think he would drive. Which would be <laughs> <great>. <laughs> so, yes. I think yeah. he'd be one of those guys that would just offer to drive. Yeah. To Fred McGriff. Ooh. Uh, the crime dog. I feel safe yeah. with Fred McGriff. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he'd say a lot, but I'd feel safe. Yeah. And that's important for me. And then the third, I'm, I'm kind of bouncing around between Daryl Strawberry. <sighs> stories. Stories. Got to have a story. Oh, my gosh. Daryl and, and Doc. Would, right. There would be, that was it, Daryl Doc. Oh, really? Maybe, Sorry to No, that was one thunder. of the other ones. But I thought about putting them both together. Um, and then also going with the Braves thing, I was going to go with David Justice. Because uh, he dated Holly Berry. Ooh. And I'm sure he's got good stories as well. So I went with the player, also a manager. I wanted – it was the first one that popped in my mind almost immediately was Sweet Lou. Lou oh, Pinella, yeah. Because I would want <laughs> to know somebody who survived Billy Martin. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, so um, I just think he would be kind of like – the last interview I heard of his, he was – Loving being a grandpa, you know. So you get the grandpa perspective. You get the. I played baseball in the sixties and seventies. I got into a fight with Rob Dibble in my own clubhouse. <laughs> you know, I put the Mariners on the map. Yeah, you know, I mean he's or, or you know he played for the Yankees. Did he manage the Yankees? I think he may have. Mm-hmm. But you know, managed the Reds, managed the um, Mariners, managed the Cubs. And then he's up until a couple of years ago, everybody always flirted with bringing him back. I just think he would be a heck of a character. Yeah. My second one would be to, I, I would bring Roger Marison. Because I've been told that the year he had 61 home runs was like the worst year of his life. Because yeah. the stress of it all. Right. Like major health complications, losing his hair. I, I just think that would be, just to get his perspective of like, Something that should be the greatest moment of your professional life, at least. I've been told that that was just a terrible year for him. And then my third one, I keep going back and forth. 
I would like to talk. All right, so, well, I'm just going to commit to it. Bill Buckner. Because oh, yeah. he's a hell of a player yeah. that nobody realizes yeah. because it's only painted a game six. So you did his more as like a charity case. You want him to feel yeah. so <laughs> Well, so that's why I was him and Han because right. I wouldn't want to. I mean, he was a good player. Right. And he had a g- good career. You know, he's now passed away, I believe. Um, yeah, those would be the ones. You know, I was thinking, okay, Shoeless Joe or, or Ty Cobb or Rogers Hornsby or something like that. But, um, yeah, maybe King Felix. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But I committed to Buckner. So. Pete, Pete Rose would be a good one, too. You know Did what, you though? see him lately? He they brought him back to the Phillies for yeah. a day. Yeah, I saw that. Just horrible. <laughs> it was a horrible interview. Cussing yeah. everyone. Cussing on live TV without the seven second. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I'm he not, called I some lady sweet or yeah, but that's babe or something. That's what you need when you go back and you tell people about this road trip, you're like, you know what Pete Rose did? Can you believe this guy? <laughs> but he was talking <laughs> about like some a mini mart in the middle of nowhere, underage oh, relations yeah. and stuff. Oh, and I'm like, dude, mind. you're a jerk. Never mind. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Well, I got into an art, uh, not an argument, a discussion about debate. A debate, thank you. Lively discussion, debate. Mm-hmm. Like, does he deserve to be in the hall? Just him, the baseball player? Of course he does. Mm-hmm. He needs to be in. But uh, that's Ooh, not what. I'm you're... losing more respect for that guy every time I hear a story. I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Yeah. I would agree with you. Yeah. Um, I And I've already. Kind of like when the last time we did this, I've already changed like who I want to be in, but I'm yeah. committing. Yeah, those are pretty fun trips. I feel like so. Well, guys, I think uh, it's a fun way to kick things off for the year, right? Absolutely. I'm excited to be back in the recording studio with you, and uh, God, look forward to the future. We got a lot of exciting stuff this yep. season going Looking on, a lot going forward. So, take care of one another. Until next time, we'll see you. KSS Valley Sports Talk is part of the Big Country Media Podcast Network. Check us out and feel free to interact with us on all of our social media by searching KSS Valley Sports Talk on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.